the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I got to go back to the phones, but quickly, I have to clarify something. The... uh, verse of scripture referred to by my previous caller is in 1 John chapter 3. And the equation of hate to murder. I don't have time to go into all the explanation. All all I have to say is check the context. All right? Check the context. The verse that my listener referred to is 1 John 3.15. If you read verses 10 through 15, you'll understand the context. It's very simple. It's not hard. You'll understand the context. The Bible is not making a moral equivalency to an emotion, a feeling, which is hate, and an action such as murder. The Bible does not do that. There is no moral equivalency. So just check the context. I wish I had more time, but I don't, because I've got Stuart in Maryland who is holding patiently. Stuart, thank you so much for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Bob. Thanks for having me. My Um, pleasure. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. First quick comment. I mean, you kind of touched on it with that last caller. There is no equivalent between hating somebody in your heart and murdering a baby in the womb can't set laws that way. So I'll leave that one at that. I think that's a good example of what happens when people vote based on emotion and not based on any kind of biblical principle. It's also what happens when party loyalty trumps everything else. Absolutely. You are willing, if party loyalty is the most important thing to you, then you are willing to compromise on anything in order to be supportive of your party. That's why I said, there are there are some Republicans, I have some non-negotiables, and I don't care if they are Republican. I would not vote for them if they violate those non-negotiables for me, because my allegiance to truth is much greater than my allegiance to any party. Great point. I mean, and so I live in Maryland. I don't want to go too far down that road, but we have a what I would consider a rhino Republican governor, who I'm ashamed to have voted for two times. Um, we saw his true colors during COVID and then uh, his uh, complete lack of a stance when people are trying to get abortion and trying to our Constitution in Maryland. So he's the kind of, you know, party Republican, sure, but I would never vote for somebody like that again, especially on a, a national ticket. But Now, anyway, is, so is, he, this, is he up for uh, election Tuesday? No, he's turned out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Larry Hogan is our, is our governor. Right. Um, but for, uh, 
for this upcoming election, uh, my issues are obviously the pro-life issue. I, I cannot vote for somebody who supports abortion. Um, it's just such an awful thing. Um, so I can't vote for anybody that holds that any type of pro-choice position. And I have four kids, two of which are in school, two of them, two are in preschool. And I can't vote for anyone who's going to be okay with any type of radical gender or sexual ideology being taught to our kids in schools. We've had to fight against it a bunch already, and I'm just so sick of hearing it, um, trying to protect your kids. Schools are supposed to be a safe place for our kids in every way, and then to have people out there trying to indoctrinate them into stuff that is both harmful and untrue is really concerning to me. Um, so I would encourage people to check not just who's on your, you know, who's up for kind of the big national elections for, you know, senator or um, congressman or congresswoman, but also your governor. But check who's up for election for yes. your local school board. That's yes. going to impact yes. your kids much. Yeah. I called all of the candidates for our, our county school board and talked to each of them. Um, doing that, it, it matters a ton. Good for you. There is an awakening across America concerning the school board issue. If anything good came out of COVID, it was that parents for the first time actually realized what their children were being taught. And a whole lot of parents were not happy when they found out. Now, they should have known anyway. But when they began looking over the shoulders of their students through the virtual teaching and found out what was going on in their child's classroom, they were upset, and they have begun speaking out, showing up at school board meetings. And it is a movement all across America, which is encouraging. Hey, Stuart, thanks. I really appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Yeah, bye All right. God bless. And uh, back to Ohio, and here in Columbus, we've got Mike on the line. Mike, you're up next on Bobberty Live. Hey Bob, um, if now if Tim Ryan believed everything he was running on, why didn't he run in the Republican primary and denounce <laughs> all, all 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 his votes when he was a Democrat yeah. and all his positions? Uh, just real quick, Mike, for our Washington D.C. audience, we have a very hotly contested Senate battle between J.D. Vance, a Republican. You may recognize J.D. Vance, Hillbilly Elegy, the book, the movie, and so forth. And then Tim Ryan, lifelong Democrat politician, uh, who has a long, long, long voting record of being far left liberal, and yet in this Senate campaign. He is doing his best to present himself as a Republican. He's attacked Biden. He's attacked Nancy Pelosi. And he's trying to pass himself off as a Republican. So I just wanted our Washington, D.C. folks to understand what's going on. And I don't think the people of Ohio are going to buy it. Yeah, I just, I mean, he he's a different person. He's a different person today on the TV than he was on the Fox Town Hall than he was running for president than he was on his campaign commercials than he was as a congressman. Like, this guy's all over the place. He doesn't really stand for anything except for Tim Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I I don't think he's done a very good job of remaking himself, recreating his image. But I think he understood that here in Ohio— when he's running for a seat that has been held by a Republican for many years in the Senate, 
that the only way he had a chance was to try to present himself as close as possible to being a Republican. And I think people despise hypocrisy. And I think they're seeing that in Tim Ryan. I do. I hope so. Yeah. All right, Mike. Thanks. Appreciate the call. See ya. All right. And with Mike hanging up, I've got a phone line available. They were jammed just a few minutes ago. If you were trying to call, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE. If you called a few minutes ago, got a busy signal, you should be able to get through now. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. I would love to hear from you. Whether you're in Ohio, Maryland, Virginia, wherever you are, 877-262-5483. Just before the break, let me switch gears completely here just for a moment because I, I wanted to get this story in. I have said on my program since shortly after COVID broke out, not at the very, very beginning, but shortly afterwards, I began seeing a trend And I came to the conclusion, and I'm not the only one, and I've said this dozens and dozens of times, when we get on the other side of COVID, we're going to discover that almost, almost everything we were told was wrong. And it's turning out to be absolutely true. We were told that lockdowns were the answer. We had to lock everybody down. Well, get this. According to a brand new survey from the University of Washington's School of Medicine, this isn't some right-wing Republican conspiracy site, University of Washington School of Medicine, they looked at countries around the world and how they were dealing with COVID right now. Well, how they're dealing with COVID right now is dependent upon, quote, population-wide immunity. The countries that have very low population-wide immunity are having a real problem with COVID again. The countries who have high population-wide immunity are doing all right. Well, guess who is being hit the hardest with COVID right now? The countries that pursued the most drastic lockdowns. Yes. The countries that were the most drastic in locking down, we were told that was the answer. That was the answer. Uh, No. In fact, it hurt far more than it helped. China currently has the greatest problem with COVID on planet Earth because they have by far the lowest population-wide immunity. Uh, One of the countries that is doing the best, Russia. Now, I'm no fan of Russia, but the folks in Russia said, uh, hey, we're not going to lock down. Isn't that interesting? Those that were the most fanatical about locking down were harmed the worst. Exactly the opposite of what we were told. 877 Bob Live. We'll be right back.
talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, are, you, are you kidding me? Come on. You don't expect me to believe that. Well, I guess they do. What am I talking about? I'm glad you asked, and I will tell you here in just a moment. Uh, this is Bob Bernie. I am the host of Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, and uh, today I have the privilege of filling in for Don Crow in Washington, D.C. as well. Now, I've tried to stay away from anything here in Ohio, because obviously we're in Washington, D.C. as well, but I just got an email, and I don't know whether to laugh or puke. <clears throat> I'm I'm sorry, I'm vomit, uh, maybe regurgitate. I, I'm not sure which, I, but I think I'm going to get the barf bag. Uh, most of you, well, I don't know whether most of you have or not, many of you have heard of an organization called Vote Common Good. Yeah, Vote Common Good. Uh, they were organized by the folks at Sojourners. Sojourners is kind of the granddaddy of the uh, current social justice movement. They are left, far, far, far left. Liberal, 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 liberal. But when Sojourners began, Jim Wallace, who has now left the group, uh, said that they were evangelical. They're not evangelical. They never were evangelical. They weren't years ago when Jim Wallace started the Sojourners. And they're far less evangelical now than they were then. They are far left. Well, before the election, they started Vote Common Good. Well, I just got an email. And again, for those of you in Washington, forgive me, but listen to this. I just got this email. Headline Media Advisory. Evangelical group to rally alongside candidate Tim Ryan, who denounces extremism ahead of Election Day. Here's the story. The National Evangelical Group Vote Common Good will participate in an event with candidate for U.S. Senator Tim Ryan on Saturday as part of their growing campaign to mobilize voters of faith to defeat election result-denying, insurrection-defending, law-and-order-attacking, democracy-degrading candidates in November, and educate the public about the dangers of Christian nationalism. Now, to my listeners, I hope you were listening yesterday when we discussed Christian nationalism. To our friends in Washington, D.C., I wish you could have listened. This No, I'm not even going to go into that because I don't have time. But they're not evangelical. And why in the world they are masquerading as evangelicals? Oh, my goodness. At least admit who you are. Okay? Far-left liberals, you are not evangelicals. Oh, my goodness. Evangelical group to rally alongside. When I saw that headline, I thought, ah, vote common good. And I was right. 
beware, beware of those who claim to be evangelicals who deny everything that evangelicals really believe. If you have to lie and misrepresent yourself in order to gain an audience, you don't deserve an audience. All right, enough of uh, enough of that. Um, oh my goodness, I had so many other things that I wanted to share today, and we're about out of time. Let me get into this just real quick. You know, we're here, and we got to get rid of. We got to get rid of those gas guzzling cars that are destroying the planet. Diesel trucks, diesel buses. We got to get rid of them. We got to move to all electric. California has already moved to get rid of all electric cars by oh, not too long in the future. New York is following suit. Electric is the future. Electric, electric, electric. Get this. From Connecticut. Those of you in Washington, D.C., this is not far from you. The uh, utility companies in Connecticut, Eversource, one of the largest utility companies in Connecticut, is predicting they may have rolling blackouts this winter. They're saying they're hoping for a moderate winter, a mild winter. If so, there's not going to be a problem. But if there is a severe winter, Get ready. In fact, from the CEO of the company, quote, I am deeply concerned about the potentially severe impact a winter energy shortfall would have on the people and businesses of this region. And um, he said, New England remains dependent upon natural gas, which is producing all of their electricity. And uh, we may have uh, rolling blackouts, and he said to prepare for... um, I would encourage people to prepare for the possibility of one- or two-hour blocks without electricity this winter. What if every person in Connecticut decided to switch over to electric cars? Um, Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. See, the left has all these plans, but they have no idea what the real consequences would be. Hey, folks, have a great weekend. Be in a good Bible-believing church. And please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.